Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. to the Sports Fix. Portions of the Sports Fix brought to you by Quick Lane at Valley Ford Truck, home of the low-price tire guarantee. Quicklane.com slash Valley Ford Truck. Business owners and professionals, do you want to take your business, your product, your team, your event to the next level? You want to advertise right here with the Sports Fix. Our listeners are among the most loyal listeners on the dial, terrestrial or internet. And our audience is one of the greatest and most receptive audiences in all of radio. The Sports Fix universe is not only listeners of the radio show, but tens of thousands of fans on Facebook and Twitter. Our social media universe expands by the day, all in the prime demographics to help drive your business directly into the winner's circle. Don't take my word for it. The Sports Fix comes with reference upon reference that have done business with us in the past and had some fun along the way. For more information on how we can help you knock your business, event, team, product, or promotion out of the park, email me, Jerry Myers, the Sports Fix at AOL.com. That's the Sports Fix at AOL.com. And let me help you swing for the fences and hit it out of the park. Advertise your product right here on the Sports Fix. Sports Fix listeners don't wait all day or all week to get in on the fun. The party doesn't stop when we go off the air all week long. The Sports Fix social media sites are your one-stop shop for all things Cleveland sports. Jump over to Facebook.com slash The Sports Fix. Facebook.com slash The Sports Fix and become a fan today because we love fans and they create some of the best sports talk in town, Daddy. You'll enjoy talking to your fellow Cleveland sports fans on The Sports Fix fan page. And if Twitter's your thing, well, you know how we do it. Tweet with us at the Sports Fix CLE. It's that simple. Twitter.com slash the Sports Fix CLE, baby. Chat live with the crew during all your favorite Cleveland sports events, tickets and contests and trivia and so much more. Get with us today, the Sports Fix on social media. Facebook.com slash the Sports Fix. Tweet with us at the Sports Fix CLE. Join, Join the, the Sports, sports Fix, Fix on Facebook and Twitter today. today. Hi, this is Jim Rosenhouse, and you're listening to the Sports Fix.
The Fix is in. Call J-Rock now at 216-539-7535. We want to hear from you now. 216-539-7535. Live in Ohio, it's time to get your fix. The Sports Fix. Welcome in, everybody. Once again, another beautiful Tuesday here. Well, okay, maybe it's beautiful inside because at least here in Cleveland this morning, I may have been hit with a dose of harsh reality, unfortunately. I usually I usually enjoy, especially in the summer months, uh, going out on the porch, nice, peaceful neighborhood, nice and quiet, going out and doing my show prep and doing some fresh air thing and all of that, getting myself ready for the show this morning was that first morning where you go, I may not be doing this anymore for the rest of the year. It was a wee bit nipply out there this morning, but that's okay. Welcome into the Sports Fix. We have got another jam-packed show for you today. It's Tuesday. We're talking football, and of course on Tuesday when we're talking football, that means the doctor's in the house. Dr. Football. Bill Chekis is going to join us a little bit later on today. Of course, we're not just going to talk Browns with Bill, but we're going to go around the entire NFL Always an enjoyable Tuesday when the doctor stops by. We've got a ton of things going on today. Monsters fans, the voice of the Lake Erie Monsters. Doug Plagans is going to be with us just after 1 o'clock. We'll recap the double shot weekend with the Rockford Icehawks. Of course, the Monsters split that series again. Another weekend of dropping the first game and winning the second game here at home. So we're going to talk to Doug Plagans and feel like a monster a little bit after 1 o'clock today. So much jam-packed going on. We have got... A ton of things to get into, guys. Welcome into the sports fix. Let's do that first. Let's 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 not get right into it. Let's let's do this a little bit. A little bit of foreplay. Welcome into the sports fix. J Rock with you, the big daddy on the microphone. J Rock, Jerry Myers. Call me anything you want. Just call me happy to be here with you. And I am pumped up. It's not just the coffee. I love it, Daddy. Each and every day getting to do this. Whether you're listening live on the sportsfix.net, noon Eastern every weekday, or whether you listen around the world on digital delay, iHeartRadio, iTunes, all the different platforms. It's one big sports fix universe this morning. Got a chance to catch up with Ryan. He got his name drawn yesterday. For those of you listening to the show, won the GV Artwork t-shirt. I just love how happy people get. I feel like Santa Claus. He was so stoked and excited down there in Alabama, big Browns backer, to win that GV Artwork t-shirt. I literally just talked to him right before we went on the air. So, Ryan, congratulations again. Keep rocking. He told us to keep rocking up here. I'm like, hey, man, it's guys like you are the reason that we do this. So, hey, next week, your chance to get in just like Ryan. Start sharing the show now. Tell somebody else to listen, especially, hey, you Monsters fans, I'm pretty sure we're the only people in town that talk some Monsters hockey like we do. So tell your fellow Monsters fans, Doug Plagan's coming on the show. Tell anybody anything you want. Whatever you want to do, tell them to come listen. Make sure I see it. Tag me on our social media, and we'll gladly drop your name in the hopper next Monday. You can win a GV Artwork t-shirt like Ryan. How do you tag us? Facebook.com slash the sports fix. Become a fan while you're there because one of you in the next probably week and a half is going to be social media follower number 20,000. And I am going to get a special prize. I'm going to come up with something really nice for whoever's number 20,000. So check that out. Matter of fact, I'm going to come up with two prizes because it's not fair to the other 19,999 that came first. So maybe I'll do a prize for number 20,000. And then we'll put all 20,000 names in a hopper 
Yeah, one big hopper right there. I might have to figure out some electronical way to do that. But maybe we'll draw a name out of all the existing names and we'll give something away there too because fair is fair. So facebook.com slash the sports fix. Don't just become a fan of the page. Send us your comments throughout the show. We read them live on the air. Always a great time. Always great conversation. Tons of Cleveland sports fans on there. Facebook.com slash the sports fix. If Twitter's more your thing, hey, tweet with us at the Sports Fix CLE, and we'll read those tweets live on the air. Tweet with us at the Sports Fix CLE. Email us if that's your thing, the Sports Fix at AOL.com. And like I tell you every day, the Sportsfix.net, your one stop shop for all things Cleveland sports. Check it out 24 hours a day. Replays, blogs, links to all of our social media. It's all right there. Your one stop shop, the Sportsfix.net. Vince, the author, chides. And you know what? Hey, <laughs> yeah, good reminder. Thank you, by the way. We don't just talk monsters just because we have to. It's not a corporate. By the way, there is no corporate structure here. Nobody tells us what to do. That's one of the cool things I think about what we do. But we talk monsters hockey because we believe in monsters hockey. I love it. I tell you guys all the time what a value they are. But speaking of Vince, the author, I would be remiss to notice, you know, I, I, I'm guessing – you know, I probably sound a little bit more handsome, maybe a little bit more famous over the radio today. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'm still going to be your friend. But, yes, that is true. I am now even a bigger star than I was yesterday, thanks to Vince, the author. And I'm being totally tongue-in-cheek here. We're going to talk a whole lot more about it. Vince McKee, we've had him on the show before. Talked to him about his book, Hero. You guys have heard him here on the airwaves, the new book that he's got out, Cleveland's Finest. And I'll tell you what. Forget the fact that I'm in it. Forget it. Well, okay, don't forget that because I am kind of bragging about it right now. But even taking that out of the equation, I'll tell you what. Vince sat down and put together a fantastic book. I'm gonna, Like I said, I'm going to be telling you guys a whole lot more about it here in the next, not just next few days, but next few weeks and months leading through the end of the year because Vince went, he's got a book. It, this is different. This is going to make... This is going to make the nation look at Cleveland sports differently, and hopefully it makes even Cleveland sports fans look at Cleveland sports differently. Vince did months and months of not just research, but personal in-depth interviews, talked to so many of the athletes that were pieces of key moments in Cleveland sports history, not just the athletes, not just their untold stories, not just some of the controversial things that have never been talked about before. Not just all that, but the media that covered them, which is how I end up rolled up in there. The fans that enjoyed it and were part of it. And it really is a a whole encompassing the Cleveland sports experience. And it's not centric on one thing. It's not Browns heavy or Tribe heavy or anything. It's all over. It's Cavaliers from the Miracle of Richfield to the NBA Finals. It's got the, the Indians from the early days and Lenny Parker's perfect game and the glory days in the 90s and the, the Browns, the Barons, the Cavaliers, the you name it, St. Ignatius, the legacy there. So many different things covered in this. I'm going to talk more about it later, but very honored to be not just quoted throughout this book, but featured in the media section. It's a really big honor. Very proud of that. And I'm going to talk to you guys more about that. So phone lines, too. I'll be remiss. Phone lines are open. 216-539-7535 is the number to call. 216-539-7535 is the number to call. Or you can hit us up, as I said, Facebook or Twitter. Before I get too deep in anything, because <laughs> the topic of conversation all night, Browns fans up in arms. Don't worry. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the whole Berea experience there with the quarterback. I'm, I got that up on deck. Real quick, watching some baseball last night. Hey, you know what? Listen, you guys want to get rich at, at gambling on sports. Not that I'm encouraging sports gambling. 
Just listen to me and bet the opposite. I'm telling you. Uh, it, it doesn't apply to Cleveland teams. It just applies across the board. If I put you over on my show, it's the kiss of death because I'm telling you just as I, as I go out there yesterday and I talk about how much I really dig the St. Louis Cardinals. They're up to nothing. They got Wainwright going out there. I love the game that they got. I'll tell you what. Dodgers come out and do what they do. Do what good teams do, though. They went out there. They put a nice Nice game together, even with a really good effort by Wainwright on the other side. Puig came came big. Finally, he's been struggling throughout the playoffs. And you know what we're seeing here? We're seeing, I talked to you guys about this last week. If you're watching the playoffs, we're seeing the blueprint of the few pieces that are missing to take this Cleveland Indians team from a team that has a good season and a team that has a feel-good season and maybe even a little bit of playoff run and a team that's a true contender. You're seeing that these teams are pitching heavy. I mean, we've got Cy Young caliber guys practically three, four deep in these rotations across the teams that are left. So obviously pitching, and that's one place that the Indians are keeping up with the Joneses right there so far. That's always got to be addressed. You can never have enough pitching. But the other thing, and this is the glaring what's missing from the Indians, is that bat, that bat, whether it's a young guy like Yaziel Pugue, whether it's, you know, the big bat like David Ortiz, whatever it is, those big hits, those big, that big bopper. The, the lineup has a lot of people that set the table. The tribe has a lot of people that can move. They lead the league in going from first to third. That team goes from being a good, even bordering on a great team at times, to lethal once you put that spark plug in the middle of it. It's like trying to get that car running and you're just missing that one piece that that kicks it into that next gear and you see but you're seeing you're seeing with these teams the reason why the Indians went as far as they did and these teams are left and some of that is money of course I mean we talked about the improprieties of Major League Baseball but you see the blueprint you see how these teams are built it's good hey you know speaking of the Dodgers do you guys this is probably going to date myself although I was a kid when it happened but man you have 25 years today since Kirk Gibson hit the home run can you believe it you know you know the whole coming off the bench hobbled the whole Roy Hobbs thing come to real life that was 25 years ago man uh amazing amazing just because I remember being a little guy when that happened and and it was I remember I used to get Sports Illustrated it was on the cover and all of that you just recall it and that's how you know (laughs) that the the years are ticking you by when those things that you remember from childhood start having those anniversaries that have colors like gold and silver (laughs) and all of that stuff because 25 years but hey that's a great memory that still lasts to this day that brain fog insomnia moodiness achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. 
Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Clip still gets played to this day. Kirk Gibson, man, he made a career off of that moment there because Kirk Gibson was, you know, he was okay. He was a, a pretty decent major league player, but I mean, his lore and legacy is way beyond what it was because of that one hit and that one home run right there. And if I remember right, too, I, that was practically all he did in that series. I don't think he did anything else. I mean, he was pretty hobbled. I, I'll have to look that up. Don't hang me up if I'm wrong. But, man, just crazy. 25 years ago. I mean, can you, do you believe in miracles? You know, last night, see, <laughs> Monday Night Football. Speaking of, do you believe? Do you believe that as each and every week goes by? And I don't mean it like, do you believe? Because I think a lot of us saw the football aspect of it. But can you believe just how much each week brazenly bolsters uh, Joe Banner and his trade to Trent Richardson last night besides baseball watching some Monday night football and Trent Richardson no not that there's anything wrong hey 10 for 40 40 you know four yards of carry I got you but man every day Jim Brown looks more and more right I'll never forget we had multiple people we had Greg Pruitt I remember we had a couple other players on the on the show during the time there and, and a lot of them tried to chalk it up to sour beans and a lot of them try to chalk it up to you know well you gotta take uh you gotta take jim brown with a grain of salt i don't think he did i think jim brown was dead on there and i love trent richardson i think trent richardson's a beast he's just the kind of beast that gets you three three yards at a time but anyways each week that goes by man more and more people send me messages and go wow i was wrong about that trent richardson trade so you know but the problem is i'm I'm not i'll get into that in a minute when we talk about the browns here problem is is that bolsters some of this other stuff too and then when you do give them credit for that that kind of makes you now question the whole quarterback thing. But we'll get that. Anyways, though, talking about some baseball, uh, good stuff. To, and, uh, you know what? Today, another so – I was talking about the pitching matchups. I mean, you got another one. You got Lackey and Verlander going today. I mean, really, it seems like every every day here in both these, you've got a, a prime pitching matchup and, and really good baseball. So, But, you know, also really expensive baseball, too. So that's the challenge that these teams like the Indians face repeatedly year in and year out, although – you know, as we talked about the other day with Jonathan Knight, keep in mind the Detroit Tigers, I truly believe that this is the the peak of what they're going to do and not for baseball reasons, but because I, I think that that bubble in that whole town with the whole with bankruptcy and everything, I mean, the bubble bursts at the sports teams too. At some point, people stop buying tickets. When people, I don't care how rich your owner is, when people stop buying tickets, the owner is not so ripe to spend $120, $130 million. The owner, when they're not buying tickets and when you're not selling out Comerica Park, the owner's not so quick to write that extra check for $100 million for the next uh, uh, Prince Fielder contract. You know what I'm saying? So uh, the ride, enjoy the ride while you can, Detroit Tigers. But regardless, good baseball. And the other note that I had talking last night to some guy, I couldn't believe I listened back to the show I put over David Ortiz in that Grand Slam. How about Torrey Hunter on that? I meant to talk about this yesterday. That play. Man, you give me give me 10 guys like that, and Terry Francona is the manager, and we're winning a World Series. I'm telling you now, the way he went over that wall, whether he got it or not, I mean, he'll lay it out. And he said that, too. He said, I'll lay my life out on this field, man. But that was a hell of a play. Those are the plays. And that's the other thing that I like about playoff baseball. I love, you know, 
of course, playoffs are better than regular season and anything, but man, playoff baseball, it, it puts every, it magnifies everything during the season. It becomes so monotonous because there's 161 more or, you know, whatever, however many of these games. So it's no matter how big it is, it's impossible for it to become big. They don't really get magnified until you get to this point, And then you can really start to appreciate the game of baseball. I get why regular fans have a hard time appreciating the monotony of the day-to-day of the regular season. But when you get into playoff baseball, unless you get those bad series that you have sometimes with teams that you don't want to watch that are making a lot of bad errors and it's not good baseball. But when you get that good playoff baseball, you, you can watch that all day long, whether you know the teams, like the teams, root for the teams or not, because you start to see some quality level baseball that's that's anyways that's what i was saying and i think that cardinals and dodgers series especially now really turning the court because i mean the dodgers were up against it that series was over obviously i'm not gonna say that no team comes back from down three games because as we here in cleveland know that is not exactly true red Sox, but it it's very unlikely and it would have been very unlikely for them now that really changes the i mean they were getting ready to throw everything they had out there in games four and five with short rest and everything just to try to keep that series going now you really get yourself back on level ground you're back at home so that that series is going to go on and as i said today a good matchup lackey and verlander red Sox and tigers that's going to be a swing key game in that series too you know to see who can grab that momentum as it's tied up and again for indians fans this is the blueprint for the kind of things that the indians have i mean you can see where they match up with these teams and you can see where they lack and that's why i can't wait for this stuff to be over so that we can move on and start putting those pieces on the indians and talking about that because the minute that world series ends the clock starts ticking on our 2014 season and i look forward to talking to you guys all winter about that let me get the first break out of the way i'm rolling on here about playoff baseball going right past my break pumped up today i told you guys when we come back we're going to talk about that browns i was just telling you guys talking about that quarterback situation because when you give the browns credit for a trade like trent richardson when you go hey all right joe banner i'm not so mad at you anymore that's when you realize that you're not dealing with an idiot and if you're not dealing with an idiot then things like what we've got going on right now with the quarterback situation become a hell of a lot more to uh, harder to explain without the explanation that nobody wants to hear which is that they're well you know what i'll finish that sentence when we come back from the break you know where i'm going where i'll come back believe it or not believe it or not they may not be they may not be all about winning too many games when we come back let's talk about it seriously brandon whedon believe it or not after what he did on sunday is still the starting quarterback of the cleveland browns our facebook and twitter blew up comments coming at us last night questions why, 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 how, how, how? We will, I don't know that I got the answers, but I'll go through it with you when we come back. We'll talk Browns, quarterbacks, and some NFL football. Plus, Dr. Football is still coming up. Always a good Tuesday when he's in the house. Doug Plagans from the Monsters and so much more. We have just kicked things off here on the Sports Fix, Daddy. Just like the light of a new day. The Sports Fix, the show that asks the question. What you talking about, What you talking about, What you talking about? What you talking about? 
We'll be right back. As we head into this break, I just want to remind you the Sports Fix. Proud to be partners with Quick Lane at Valley Ford Truck, 5715 Canal Road, just under the 480 Bridge in Valley View, Ohio. Bill Hershey and Bill Opelich, I tell you about them each and every day. They'll take care of you. Number one, huge Cleveland sports fans, but they're good people, hardworking people, trustworthy people. I don't just come on here. I tell you this all the time. I don't just come on here and talk about places and people that want to buy advertising on the show. I talk about people and products that I believe in. And Quick Lane at Valley Ford truck is one of those places whether you've got a truck car van commercial vehicle big or small it doesn't matter they'll fix them all they're the home of the low price tire guarantee find a matching set of tires cheaper anywhere else and they'll match the price guaranteed no questions asked no matter what it is hey and they understand in 2013 that there's transportation issues people need to get to school to work to daycare all those things need to get done and the car needs to get fixed and they'll figure out a way to make that happen for you check them out quicklane.com slash valley truck and find out that life really is better in the quick lane you're listening to the sports fix we'll be right back you love cleveland and you already know how much we love cleveland you know who else loves cleveland gv art and design everyday fans you and i wear our pride on our sleeves now you can wear your pride on your chest gv art and design has one of the hottest cleveland sporting lines whether it's their cleveland that i love design or perhaps it's the superman birthplace of a hero line of team themed designs whether you're a fan of the indians or browns the lake erie monsters or the csu vikings the cleveland cavaliers or just cleveland in general gv art and design has a logo design or style for you sports fix listeners as a special treat every time you make a purchase from gv art and design use the sales code fix and save 10 percent on your total purchase log on right now to gvartwork.com check out all of their fantastic designs and don't forget use the sales code fix to save 10 percent on your total purchase follow gvartwork.com on facebook and remember gv art and design it's not just a shirt it's, it's a, a statement, statement. Sports Fix listeners, do you tweet? So do we. So tweet with us 24-7 at the Sports Fix CLE. Football season is party season at Harry Buffalo North Olmstead. Everyone wins at Harry Buffalo. Every Saturday is Coors Light College Football Saturday with $6 pitchers, four bottles for 10 bucks, and the Buckeyes in full HD. Football season is most definitely party season, and your headquarters is Harry Buffalo North Olmstead all winter long. Harry Buffalo, join the herd. Portions of the Sports Fix brought to you by GV Art and Design. Find all the hottest Cleveland sports gear online at gvartwork.com or at their brand new store on Detroit Avenue in Lakewood. Hi, this is Dean Chenoweth, head coach of Cleveland's Lake Erie Monsters, and you're listening to the Sports Fix. to the Sports Fix, streaming live here on the sportsfix.net. Daddy, we are rocking and rolling. J-Rock with you, getting back into it already. The comments flooding in, flooding in during the break because we teased coming back and talking about the Browns and talking about Brandon Whedon, and this is a hot-button issue, more than usual. 
More than usual. I'll tell you guys what. Welcome back in. Sports Fix, J-Rock with you. And let me tell you, even during the last, you know, 15, 18 months, however long you want to go back there, this whole saga that with Brandon Whedon since he was drafted, there's always been a portion. And I would I would say if we were breaking percentages, and I'm looking, you realize, I'm looking at a sample base of about 20,000 between the two pages. And always been a solid 40% or more or much more obviously in the beginning that have held but even to the end even at the end of last season 40 50% that held out hope because of everything that we heard not just heard but saw about the the changes and things being easier saw a stat today Brandon Whedon, for all the complaints, by the way, of the shotgun thing, he's ran 80% of his plays in the shotgun this season, and he's statistically worse than he was last year. And the shotgun is his his money. His money. That's the money shot. <laughs> that's the money shot. So I'll tell you what, the director might be looking for a new star of that clip. But all seriousness, and I'm not trying to ride the bandwagon on this guy and all that. I've always tried to keep a very – I try to stay in the middle. I try to – I try to – try to be – the voice, not the voice of reason, but I try to balance. I want everybody to to have their say and get the different opinions out because I think the more you foster discussion, the more fun it is because we're not making these decisions, so we at least might as well enjoy talking about it. There's no way that I'm going to sit here for hours and talk about some stuff that I can't control and also let it make me miserable. There's just You can't do that. There's no way. You at least have to enjoy the conversation. Talking to you guys, whether we agree or not, everybody that I talk to that listens to the show. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. It's true that some things change as we get older, but if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with Midi Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at Midi understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause, and Midi can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. So, I mean, literally throughout the days and the weeks, I mean, I hear from hundreds of different people all over the place. Some of them agree. Some of them disagree with everything, yet they listen every day because that's the fun. That's the good thing about what we do. So not jumping on Brandon Whedon, but but jumping on Brandon Whedon because he's the head of the snake. When you play quarterback in the NFL, that's just the way it is. Vince, the author in the chat room, perfect point. Why does three and three feel so lousy? It's because it's because Brian Hoyer, that was what changed everything. When he came in and showed you that we can win this year and that there can be that, that there is doesn't have to be wait till next year. Yes, maybe wait till next year to win a Super Bowl, but we can win and we can be relevant now. They didn't 
They didn't expect that coming because they didn't expect Whedon to go down. They thought they were going to put him out there and be able to sell that you give him the opportunity. And listen, that's not a sell job at first. Bruce talks about the Kool-Aid and all that, and I do get a lot of that. He, I do get a lot of what he says here. But it wasn't a sell job at first because you really did have to see. And people say, oh, well, my, my buddy Dave yesterday off the air said, Jerry, I listen to your show, man. He goes, you can't tell me that these guys didn't see in training camp, that these guys didn't see. I said, yeah, they see. They saw the same thing last year in training camp. Colt McCoy was better than Brandon Whedon, but that that doesn't matter. They Number one, what you see in preseason, what you see in training camp doesn't matter until you see it for yourself when people are really trying to take your head off, when people are really trying to intercept your passes. So they had to get there. Plus, I talked about the hubris and the ego that comes with being a coach. Your job is to make players better. Your jo- that, that's your job. I mean, it's to make players better. I used to train people with professional wrestling, and my job was to teach them and make them good enough at what they do to go out there and make a living doing it too. Some guys did, some guys didn't, but I had a job to do. And you always think that you can make a guy better. And they thought that they could take the skill set. He's got the right skill set. He's got a he's got a first round skill set. We talked about that with John McMullen yesterday. But what did he say? The caveat to that is if you took Peyton Manning to the combine this year he'd come out with a fifth or sixth grade rating because he doesn't have the skill sets that they look for to give you those high ratings, even though he's got the pedigree of being one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Same thing with Tom Brady. And you can say, well, don't mention Tom Brady and and Hoyer. If Drew Bledsoe doesn't get hurt, we never might have found out about Tom Brady. We might have never known who Tom Brady was. You know why? Because he was just that practice squad guy. He was just that backup guy. You you don't put the backup guy in. There's a reason he's a backup. I'm just saying, and you can go example after example over that, but forget Brian Hoyer, the person, Brian Hoyer, the being, the, the quarterback that won two games in a row. That's what screwed this whole thing up. But the point that I was starting when I went before, when we went to the break before, was about the Trent Richardson thing because a lot of people now are jumping on the, wow, Joe Banner made a really good trade bandwagon. Wow, Joe Banner's a smart executive. And I'm not saying that he is or isn't. What I'm saying is that that's a a double-edged sword right there because the minute you make that statement, then I look at you about this quarterback situation. And it's it's not just the Whedon aspect of it. It's the Jason Campbell aspect of it. And and I want to talk to you about that a little bit too. You can tell me, well, well, Brandon Whedon's better than Jason Campbell. I, I seriously doubt that that's possible. And I'm just saying I doubt that there's many backup quarterbacks in the NFL that are better than Brandon Whedon, probably at about the same level. But I'm just telling you, to me, he is not an adequate starting quarterback. He's definitely at backup level. But why do you have Jason Campbell? Here's my thing. The Browns have shown, not just the Browns, everybody in the NFL has shown that they're not afraid to cut anybody on any given day. They'll cut anybody. Whether you're a star, we hear big names get released because they've got big cap figures and stuff all the time. A backup quarterback getting released would be nothing. It would be a one-second blurb in the news and notes of the newspaper, and tomorrow it would be forgotten. So if you're not going to play Jason Campbell, if there's a reason that you're not playing Jason Campbell, then why the hell do you got him on the team? I mean, just cut him. And go sign a Dennis Dixon. Go find Matt Flynn while he was out there. Go find you somebody's practice squad quarterback and sign them and put them out there and see what they can do. If this is all about throwing out young guys and we just think that Jason Campbell is busted, we made a mistake signing Jason Campbell, then what the hell is he still on the team for? And I'm not saying that sarcastically. I'm being real. Like, 
Move on. I mean, if you're not going to play it, okay, because what good does he do you if Whedon gets hurt? If Whedon gets hurt and you're not interested in playing the guy, well, now you have no choice but to play the guy. So if you don't think he can do it, then get somebody in here that can and, and cut him loose. He's got his guaranteed money. Write him a check and cut him loose. Happens all the time in the NFL. If you don't do that, you combine that with the fact that I'm telling you, as much as you can look at the score of that Browns game the other day and say this, that, and the other thing, competent quarterback play, and I think the Browns win that game as well. I've already told you that I think that they're 5-1 and one minimum this season with competent quarterback play across the board. Literally, the Browns' record this season is Hoyer and Whedon. Hoyer-Whedon on the season. That's what we are, wins and losses. I'm just saying that you've got not only... Do you now have a statistical chunk of reference? You have a video. It doesn't pass the eye test. I'm telling you, people that watch video see it. People that don't watch video that are just fans that watch the games, they see it too. It doesn't pass the eye test. Even the completions that the cat makes aren't good completions. They're still not perfect. I mean, you can show me those two or three perfect passes and go, oh, man, that was beautiful. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter (laughs) if... If you throw the ball 35 times, you're going to get two or three of them really close to perfect. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter if the other 27 suck. And I'm just saying that you can't get kudos for being a smart business executive. You can't get kudos for being a smart front office and then do what they're going to do here with the quarterback position. Now, I do believe, and I could be crazy, but I do believe, I've said that before, haven't I? I do believe that... If Brandon Whedon lays an egg this week, I do believe that you will see Jason Campbell for the simple fact that they do understand that there's a difference between not worrying about winning too many games next year and intentionally spitting in your fan base's face. And I'm telling you, you can say that they don't see it. They see it. They're a professional sports organization. Their ear is to the ground as far as that stuff. So I do think that there's only so far that they're going to go but they're in no rush to make a change. But my whole, forget Whedon. My thing with Campbell is if you're that set against not playing him, why is he here for? I I do not understand. I do not understand employing a guy that you don't need in a position that you need. That's my point. If we had a third quarterback, if we had somebody else to go to, but I mean, it's Marquise Gray or bust at this point. Devon Bess was your emergency third quarterback a couple weeks ago. I just think that I don't know, man. And that's the point. And that's the place that makes it tough. And I've talked about the reason I get more upset this season than in certain seasons is because it doesn't have to be that way. We have seen, and maybe that that was unexpected by the front office and unexpected by whatever, but we've seen that these young guys weren't interested in losing and that when they had somebody who looked them in the eyes and said, you guys can go out here and kick these guys' tails and we can win these games, all of a sudden, somebody believed in them, they believed in somebody, and they started winning some games. You can talk to me about Brian Hoyer and the simpleness of his offense and the single read and all that, and I will tell you that I will trade you Brandon Whedon for that simple quarterback all day long because that simple quarterback put up explosive numbers on offense not only that but the key to being a quarterback the key to being a player in any team sport is to make the players around you better everybody that plays with Brandon Whedon looks worse when they play with him everybody that played under the other quarterback I'm not I don't even have to put a name to it everybody who played when Brandon Whedon wasn't the quarterback looked better the offensive line looked better Every receiver looked better. 
and Jordan Cameron was an all pro. When Brandon Wheaton's out there, Jordan Cameron's the invisible man. It's chuck it up to Josh Gordon or bust. That's our offense. Chuck it up to Josh Gordon or bust or interception. Uh, that's where or sack, I guess. Uh, see, now the options are just getting worse and worse. So, but seriously, when they say that to the fans and you know that they know what they're doing, makes it really hard to believe that they're not doing it on purpose. We'll keep talking about that when we come back because I'm going to ask Dr. Football when we come back from the break. I'm going to ask him why you keep Jason Campbell on this roster if you're not going to play him, if you're not even going to entertain the thought. Why? I just don't understand that. You could throw. You could throw another bad quarterback out there if you want to tank the season. You can throw another bad quarterback out there. So you're telling me that you think Jason Campbell is worse than what you've got in Brandon Whedon. In that case, there's got to be somebody out there unemployed right now better than both of them. Has to be. Guarantee you there is. And it's somebody's job to go find that person. We're going to take a break. When we come back, let's get you some news. When we come back, kicking it with the NFL, staying right where we're at, talking Browns, the Packers. Hey, Cobb's down for a few weeks. Good news for the Browns there. Possibly James Jones, too. We're going to talk Browns, Packers, Lions, Whedon, and more. Oh, my, with Dr. Football. The doctor's in the house. When we come back after the news, don't go away. You're listening to the Sports Fix, Daddy. It's Chud's prerogative to stick with Brandon Whedon, I guess. You unlock this door with the key of imagination. Beyond it is another dimension. A dimension of sound. A dimension of mind. You're moving into a land of both shadow and substance, of things and ideas. You've just crossed over into... The Sports Fix. We'll be right back. Guys, want to take just a second as we head into this break and remind you about the official business printing source of the Sports Fix, our friends at Signs and Ship. Signs and Ship, I'm telling you, Chris and Pam, they've taken care of me since day one, and they can do the same for you. Whether you're a small business that's already been established and you're looking to grow to that next level and expand your business or perhaps you've got an idea that you just know is going to be a great business and you need to figure out how to brand it and how to promote it and put it out there signs and ship is the place for you if you need a logo they can create one for you they have a fantastic graphic designer business cards signs banners yard signs mobile advertising anything you can think of that you need to promote your business they've got it at signs and ship the best thing about them too is each of their locations whether it's the home base here in Elyria, Ohio that I work with, or their spots in Virginia, Florida, and Pennsylvania. It's all local sourced. Very important to me because we all understand that small business is the lifeblood of the community. So check them out, signsandship.com, or call Chris and Pam today, 440-323-6060, the home office in Elyria, Ohio. Signs and Ship, quality printing at affordable prices. Hi, this is Joe Tate, and you're listening to The Sports Fix. Oh my God. 
business owners and professionals, do you want to take your business, your product, your team, your event to the next level? You want to advertise right here with the Sports Fix. Our listeners are among the most loyal listeners, terrestrial or internet. The Sports Fix universe is not only the radio show, but tens of thousands of fans on Facebook and Twitter. Email me, Jerry Myers, the Sports Fix at AOL.com. That's the Sports Fix at AOL.com. And let me help you swing for the fences and hit it out of the park right here on the Sports Fix. I'm here again with Bill Opelich from Quick Lane at Valley Ford. Bill, what's new in the Quick Lane? Battery rebate. Summer is just as hard on your battery as the winter. Quick Lane and Valley Ford will test your battery at no charge. And if you need a battery, we have a $25 mail-in rebate on the purchase of a tested tough motorcraft battery starting at $79.95. Wow, that's a great deal, Bill. Tell me more. Our brake rebate is still on until... It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. June 30th, $25 per axle with the purchase and installation of Motocraft brake pads, as well as offering a $50 rebate when you purchase $250 or more and charge your for a genuine credit card. Some exclusions apply. As always, we have a low price guarantee on all our tires. If you find the same price within 30 days, we will refund the difference. Stop in. Let us check your battery and top off your washer fluid. Where do I have to go to get those great deals? Come to Quick Lane at Valley Ford on Canal Road between Rockside and Granger in Valley View, just 10 minutes from downtown Cleveland. We're open at 7 every day. Open late Monday through Thursday till 9, Friday till 6, and Saturday till 2. Go to quicklane.com slash Valley Ford truck. Portions of the Sports Fix brought to you by Harry Buffalo. The Sports Fix will be live at Harry Buffalo North Olmstead for each and every Cleveland Browns game. So come on out and join in the fun. Go Browns! News break. Good morning, I'm Bob Picozzi. Only two teams in the National League had a higher batting average than the Dodgers this season. But in the first two games of the League Championship Series... They scored only two runs in 22 innings in Game 3. L.A. got an RBI double from Adrian Gonzalez and a three-run scoring triple from Yasiel Puig in a two-run fourth in a 3-0 win over St. Louis. The Cardinals lead the series 2-1. Puig went into his home run celebration when he hit the ball, something which manager Don Mattingly noticed. I think he's just excited, but obviously he thought it was gone. He's just emotional, and it's, it's areas that we want to you know, keep getting better. I would like to see him run right away because I just don't think he can assume the ball Ballpark. Game four tonight in Los Angeles, 7 Eastern time on ESPN Radio. Lance Lynn versus Ricky Nolasco. The Red Sox have lost four of their last five postseason road games. Boston visits Detroit this afternoon. Game three, American League, 3 Eastern on ESPN Radio. John Lackey versus Justin Verlander. Series tied at one. Phillip Rivers threw a touchdown pass to Keenan Allen. And Nick Novak kicked four field goals. In San Diego's 19-9 home win over Indianapolis last evening in Monday Night Football. Avoid the drugstore and all the sickies who should be home quarantined. For a couple of bucks a month, DollarShaveClub.com delivers the best quality razors our listeners have ever used right to your door. Shave time, shave money. Join DollarShaveClub.com. DollarShaveClub.com. You're listening to The Sports Fix.
Welcome back to the Sports Fix. Streaming live here on the sportsfix.net. Halfway done, halfway to go. Bad medicine on Tuesday means we're talking football with the doctor. He's in the house. Dr. Football. Bill Check is going to be with us here in just a minute. I'm going to go to the phone lines, but you guys keep the conversations coming in. Facebook.com slash the Sports Fix. Tweet with us at the Sports Fix CLE. As a matter of fact, send me a tweet right now. Tell me you're listening to the show and I'll read it on the air. Tweet with me at the Sports Fix CLE. I'll tell you the comments here just in the break about the quarterback situation just keep coming in. And, and Ron Graham, by the way, speaking of the Twitter at the Sports Fix CLE, my man Ron Graham is running the Twitter. He usually does on Tuesdays and Thursdays so I can focus on the show. He takes care of kind of doing a little live blow by blow tweeting of the show you know and and synopsing what i'm talking about it's kind of cool i usually go back and look i can't see it during the show but after the show see all the stuff that he got into <laughs> but every time i say something about brandon whedon he's quoting it and he's tag he's tagging brandon whedon on twitter which is fine with me it's not like anything that i have to say i'm saying it on the airwaves so i'm obviously not afraid of anybody here in my opinion but <laughs> I'm just thinking, poor Brandon Whedon, he's getting tagged in tweet after tweet of slam, slam. Like, J-Rock says if B. Whedon 3 doesn't play well, he's going to be out of there. J-Rock says everybody plays worse when B. Whedon 3 is on the field. <laughs> poor guy. <laughs> he's getting it from everywhere. But as I say, I make a habit out of not feeling bad for people that make millions and millions of dollars to play a game. So that's just me. You do what you got to do. I do what I got to do. Welcome back to the Sports Fix. J-Rock with you. And we're going to the phone lines. As I said, every Tuesday at this time, we're talking football with Dr. Football. Bill Check is Bill. How you doing today? And the main question this morning, Jerry, is whether or not Brandon Weeden knows how to use his phone to answer you back on Twitter. <laughs> Actually, I think he's on a Twitter strike for the season or something like that, man. But I he think needs he should to be, be. On a football I think he should be paying more season. attention to the uh, uh, film study the week before the game than worrying about what's on Twitter. But you know something, Jerry? I'm looking at these stats, and uh, I'd be very you. concerned right now if I were Coach Zizinski because Wheaton is just. Uh, all of a sudden, the Brandon Wheaton train has ground to a halt. And it's it seems he's regressing. And you know what? I want to talk to you about that, really, because, as I said, I'm not trying to beat and pile on the guy. It is funny, you know, in a little bit. We're digging at the guy here, and, I, and that comes part and parcel with being the quarterback, being the number one pick and all that stuff. So let's not feel bad for the guy. But I want to, before we talk about Whedon, let me talk to you a little bit about the other guy in the equation, Jason Campbell here, because my question that I was kind of posing before we got you on and before we went to the break is – Obviously, the coaching staff has to feel that Jason Campbell is gives them less of a chance to win when, than Brandon Whedon, which says a whole lot right there. But if you're not going to put him in and you're not going to play him, why is he on the team? I mean, he's already getting paid. So you see players get released all the time in the NFL. Backup quarterbacks get cut. Practice squad guys get signed. You mean to tell me that there's not somebody out here? Because if Whedon gets hurt, then you have to play Jason Campbell. But if you don't trust him, why is he your backup quarterback? Just get a backup quarterback that you're not afraid to play. Explain that thought process to me, Bill. And that's a great question. That's a great question, Jerry, because when you have – uh, a general manager who comes in and hangs his hat on the fact that he is a personnel man and he looked high and low for a backup quarterback. Although, let's face it, Jason Campbell is not really Mike Lombardi's guy, but Mike knows quite a bit about him 
from watching him play the, all these years, if he's not your guy, like you said, release him. I think the situation is they don't have anybody else to put in there. They don't have time to train somebody in the system. You know, this is not 12 high school plays and we'll see you at the sock hop after the game. This is the <laughs> NFL. These are 1,500-page playbooks. And I'll tell you what, Bill, the comments keep coming in here. Somebody just said, yes, Brandon Whedon's taking the season off of Twitter. But, no, seriously, I mean, this is a, a serious thing because you, you've seen, and I know you stuck up for Brandon Whedon, and a lot of people thought that this season, I, I said whatever he was going to be, this season was going to tell you because he was going to get the opportunity to do all this. I think he's regressing instead of progressing at this point. And to me, I was scared where you were going to go when you said you got to look at the stats because there's some people that go, well, his stats weren't that bad the other day. And I'm like, you didn't watch the game. You're just looking at the numbers. You obviously didn't watch right. the game because there's a clear, we talked about the difference in the offense, but I mean, it's, it's even on the good plays, even on the completions, Bill. I mean, it's obvious as can be, but you have a hard time looking at your fan base, I think, at this point and telling them that they believe that you believe Brandon Whedon gives you the best chance to win and you're not tanking the season. I'm not saying they're tanking. I'm saying the fans are having a real hard time buying that. And by the way, let me jump in. We've got some news reports here that there's a couple of reporters chasing down apparently Tim Tebow spotted at Hopkins yeah. Airport here this morning. Now, I heard rumors over the weekend that weren't true about that. But apparently, Channel 19 News has somebody on the scene, Tim Tebow, sighted at the airport here in Cleveland. So, quite possibly, that could add a whole new twist to this whole thing. Well, even if they were to bring in Tim Tebow, uh, he would have to be a third-string guy for at least the first month of his employment uh, in Cleveland. Now, do I think that's a horrible move? No, I don't think it's a horrible move, because even if he's not playing quarterback, if he gets on the field for a couple of plays, the game is a decoy, or he catches the ball as a fullback out of the backfield, anything's got to be better than, than the short yardage pass production that they had on, on Sunday. Talk to me about quarterbacks that are out here. We saw Matt Flynn. We saw him. Go to Buffalo. We saw they passed on Josh Freeman. There's guys out here, and I'm, I mean, obviously there's a reason that they're not going, doing anything with Jason Campbell. Who's out here realistically that's not just a throw them in there to lose guy? Who are, are, are there guys out here that people are missing on that the Browns could and should be looking at to bring in here, even if as, as a backup? Oh, there are plenty of guys out there. Uh, Ryan Carlu, who used to be on the Giants, uh, staff and who had a very good college football career. Uh, he was the number three the Giants released him. He's still out there. There are a bunch of guys that could come in and probably with a week of film study at least be able to hand the ball off and throw to the five lead uh, passing plays on the passing tree. What you're talking about is a guy to come in and take full total control of the offense. I don't believe that North Turner knows who that is yet if it's not Brandon Whedon. It doesn't look like it's Brandon Whedon right now, I'll tell you that. And, and I think that's the problem that Browns fans are having. And really, you, we've all talked about it. I think it's the combination, this defense being ahead of schedule, at least from where they thought that they were going to be. And I just think that they, I think they didn't realize dramatically how much, not that Brandon Whedon, and this is the point that I'm trying to make to everybody, it's not the lack of success with Brandon Whedon. It's the fail, it, it's the way he negatively impacts the other players on the offense. It just doesn't work right when he's out there. 
And what kills me is that he comes on after the game two weeks ago. They, you know, he comes in for Hoyer. They hold on. They win the game. He's talking positive. The fans, are, uh, the fans in the dog pound are yelling. Uh, you know, at the at the uh, NFL Network set after that game two Thursdays ago. And where did he go since then? What happened to that? We're going to come in and we're going to do what we have to do to make this team win. What? took it full circle in the 11 days since that happened. Why did they have such a poor game when they had 11 days to get ready for this game and this team? You know what, Bill? I don't want to just be this guy, but I've had this said to me multiple times by fans. I had it said to me by a friend of mine last night. said, Jerry, I truly believe that that Buffalo game, they were still on the high from the winning streak. They started with... Hoyer, so they were still on that high, and perhaps that that was how, you know, plus they did get the defense and the special teams. Everybody tried to credit Whedon for that game, and I really felt that they won that game in spite of him and not because of him, even though Michael Irvin was rubbing his shoulders and giving him a massage, and Deion Sanders gave him some primetime CDs and all that stuff, but I really thought that had Brandon Whedon started that game in Buffalo, I think the outcome may have been totally differently because you can just feel it. This team, uh, Bill Livingston had a good point in the Plain Dealer this morning, too. This team expressed more confidence publicly in Colt McCoy than they have thus far in Brandon Whedon. As f- and you can tell, if you talk to football players for a living, you know when they're telling you what they have to say, and you can tell when they believe what they're saying. They don't believe this guy, and I think every week that you walk out there and put him out there at quarterback, you're telling this team, we're playing 21 on 22 today. <laughs> I'm sorry, and, and, but I mean, I think it's... And, and you're it's, right. You know, it's sad that you're right because, uh, you know, like you said, when you look at the stats, it doesn't look that bad, but when you look at the game and you go back and look at the game rewind, as I do after every weekend, uh, you know, on Mondays, because I have nothing better to do on Monday afternoons except uh, <laughs> chart who did what on Sunday, you know, as as part of the, you know, football so goes... So goes your team on Sunday. So goes your team on Tuesday. Uh, With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If, if you ask me, it's not that Wheaton is not capable I believe that there is something here that is keeping him from making the connection to go from average quarterback to very good quarterback. And whether or not there is somebody else out there that can take this team from being a good team to a very good team is another story. And you know what? Let's let's look at that. I talked about 
last season to this season, and and we all talked about the the scheme and all these things that were going to make it better. Terry Pluto broke out the research this week. Last year to this year, quarterback rating identical. I mean, 72 last year, 71 this year. Last year, completed 58% of his passes. This year, 56%. It's everything he's done down the board is equal or worse than it was last year. And you've now got enough sample base that you're starting to statistically see that this is what it is. It's not going to get any better. I mean, obviously, I mean, this is the best of what it is. I'll go so far as to say that I don't know that Brandon Whedon will ever truly become a starting quarterback in the NFL. And he's the classic example of why I don't listen to people at draft time when they pick those couple of quarterbacks. No, they pick every year. People try to be slick and they try to outsmart the draft and they pick a couple of these these guys with big arms. They pick a couple of these guys and go, oh, that's going to be a first round. And they get pushed. We saw it happen. We saw it happen with Whedon. We that's saw it happen true. with Tannehill. They go from fourth and third round guys to people talking about trading up for the number one pick to grab these guys. And you're like, how does that happen? Because seriously, look at last year. You can say what you want. Trent Richardson was a big enough mistake. But for them to take this guy at number 22, I think, you know, a lot of people saw the potential. But my thing that I never got over from the day we drafted him is you could have got that guy in the third round. Absolutely. Nobody can sell me that anybody was taking him before the third round except the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> well, you know, and that's a good point because a lot of people said that at that time, and, uh, you know, that was a big conversation, as you know, that uh, we had and that several people in our circle had after that draft, and uh, I can't believe it's uh, going on two years, full two full years now that we're working together. We This has been the tone of our conversation every time we talk about B. Wheaton 3. And you know what? Now, I want to switch the topic. Cliff here in the chat room, good, because I wanted to switch to this anyway. Because there, there is... There are other factors, and I want to talk to you a little bit about Norv Turner, his play calling, you know, the weeks that the Browns did well, and perhaps the quarterback is really affecting what Norv can call in the playbook, which uh, speaks volumes to why he's out there as well. But they abandoned the run again, and we've talked about this in the couple of games that the Browns lost early, and in this game, their game plan from what was successful, because they're 6-0 and this year in the first half. They've led every game at halftime, right. yet they're only 3-3. Three and three. They change their plan today or excuse me yes this week the running attack getting things going not just with the reverse to benjamin but mcgahee had the wheels plowing in the first half they were running very well running a good mix of run and pass second half i think they ran it five times in the whole second half and they abandoned the run pretty much after the first drive there and they didn't fall behind to where they needed to abandon the run until late in the game yeah, and the problem is if you look at uh you know, if you look at the numbers here again, uh you know, they were they were they had a decent uh you know, run ground output in the first half. As we mentioned, it was close to four yards a carry. Why did you go away from that in the second half? What made you decide we're not getting anywhere with the run? We we're gonna have to pass the ball twenty five times in the in in the second half. That just doesn't work. You have to stay with the run. The run is not something you can do for a half and then walk away from. If you're going to run the ball, if you're going to give the guy the ball 20 times a game, you've got to stick to it and give the guy the ball 20 times a game. And not 20 times a game with 12 of them being up the middle for two yards in a cloud of dust. You've got to have some inventive offensive blocking 
And this is what we've said. A lot of this goes back to the fact that that's a piecemeal line right now, and nobody's coming off on their own box. And again, you know, but see, there we could keep going around and these these conversations keep coming back to Brandon Wheaton because to me, that piecemeal offensive line that people refer to looked much better, much better during those weeks that Brian Hoyer was out there. They Yes, he got sacked a couple of times, but they weren't, number one, they weren't anywhere near as negatively impactful. Uh, and, and again, that goes where what I say with all the receivers, with Jordan Cameron, with the offensive line, they all looked better. And I, I get it that Hoyer was getting the ball out of there faster. But if that's what you need to get this offense moving, it doesn't matter. Forget Hoyer. It could be quarterback blank. If you need him to get the ball out fast enough and this guy is not doing it, you got to put somebody else there because otherwise, I mean, it. you know, I think at this point you know that the only way you're winning a game is if your defense is dominant and you're able to shut the other team down beyond just a strong performance. And, Jerry, at this point, I would venture that you could go in for two drives and be the Browns quarterback and not negatively impact the Browns offense. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I know that I would I would not have underhanded, flipped it, whatever the hell that, that thing was that he did the other day. And that's the play. And I, and I looked at it and I scratched my head and I said, why the heck is he throwing an illegal lateral in the first place? And I'm telling you, man, you you look at that play. Those are the ones I brought up a couple weeks ago. Even when he came in, in in reserve of Hoyer during the Buffalo game, there were a couple that he just was under pressure and chucked the ball up, and luckily it landed in a, in a empty part of the field, but he didn't even throw it out of bounds. He just chucked it. His lack of... His lack of, res- I don't want to say if it's lack of respect or lack of urgency when it comes to the football, like, he doesn't protect it. I, I know what I'm saying isn't coming out the way I mean it in my head because obviously all football players' job is to protect it. But to me, there's times when he's under under pressure where he'll just throw the ball up like every man for himself and not respect keeping that ball in your possession. Does that make sense, what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I see where you're going with that. Yeah, I, I Respect may not be the right word, but I know where you're coming from. He's not, um, the better word is he's not paying attention to uh, the game around him. And when you, uh, when you get flustered like that and you lose your attention span for the game around you is when, obviously, you make the most foolish mistakes you could ever possibly make on a football field. And there are times... Uh, you know, when he looked like he was uh, playing a high school game. And that really concerns me. It's one thing if you regress back to college. It's something else if you regress all the way back to the 11th grade, Jerry. That's when I start to get worried. I'm telling you, man, I will, I will say this. I've said this for the last year and a half. My thought is the biggest thing that he's missing is football instincts because it wasn't right. his first not just it wasn't his first love but it wasn't his first go round either he went to football after the baseball all those years i'm not getting on the age as far as the age as much as the gap in not playing football because i talked to you about this with brian hoyer people say well what's the difference between hoyer and whedon the difference is is between the ages of 20 and 29 all Brian Hoyer did, or however old he is, but all he did was snap a football and throw a football, snap a football and throw a football. Meanwhile, Brandon Whedon played for three different Major League Baseball organizations, never got past Class A, dealt with a whole baseball career that washed out, then went back to football. So, yeah, you might have the physical gifts, but you don't have that that football instinct, just like talking on the radio. Somebody else might be able to speak better than I do or or talk more 
more engaging than I do, but they might panic when something goes wrong because they're not used to it. Whereas when you're used to it every day, you don't panic when anything goes wrong. Those instincts are what he's missing. Right. But the difference is, Jerry, you engage your fan base. Okay, Brian, you know, <laughs> uh, uh, Brandon Wheaton is not engaging his fan base right now because obviously, have a fan you know, base, folks in Cleveland and <laughs> Cleveland fans would be a little happier if this was a game in the win column and they were four and two instead of a game in the loss column and being three and three. That being said, 500 after, after this point in the season, Jerry, remember, we were talking about them, you know, there were people saying they were going over forever. And you said they were going to go ten and six, which I'll tell you what, man. If with the way things were looking, I see where you're going. It's you know, but you, that you know, that's all changed now. I, I look at what we've got now. Realistically, look ahead, and you tell me. Look ahead just this week to the Packers. What do the Browns do going forward? Especially if you're going to, I mean, they're not making any changes right now. You've got to go to Lambeau, and I wanted to talk to you. It's a good segue to that anyway, because I wanted to talk to you. They do have. John McMullen yesterday said if the Browns are going to play the Packers, this is probably the best week for them to do it because they've got the injuries. you got Matthews is going to be out, Cobb's out. I think Jones might miss the game as well, too. So there's a weakened Packers team there. But, I mean, how much can you expect if you're going forward with Wheaton? What are they going to do with the offense this week to try to fix those mistakes? Well, obviously, uh, you know, Wheaton has to be more uh, prepared he better pay, he better look at that wrist uh you know that list of plays on his wrist a little less and pay attention to his checkdowns a little more because even though the Packers defense has been hurting they're not by any means out of the equation they're not dead these are guys that are going to come after you and they're going to make you pay if you sit back in that pocket for longer than four and a half seconds you know what too the other thing we've talked about Jordan Cameron you know he was having such a big year he's he's another one that's disappeared and yesterday some great points in the chat room about how the main reason that Jordan Cameron's become the missing man for the Browns is because your tight end is usually your second, third, fourth option, and that's Brandon Whedon's problem is getting to those options on the field. Even though, I'm telling you, sometimes it seems like he stands back there for 30 seconds and can't find anybody open. I always joke, how come... He's nobody's ever open when he plays quarterback. He's the only quarterback I've ever seen that has never found an open receiver. I'm joking, but he stands there looking and looking. Jordan Cameron, by being a tight end, is really just completely neglected. I mean, there's got to be a way. What do you have to? How do you make? You're going to have to make the tight end your number two option then because he's got to get the ball to the hands of Jordan Cameron. Jordan Cameron was a difference maker and a matchup nightmare. Now he's the invisible man again. Yeah, he's, he, you don't even know where he is if he's on the field, much less if he's in, if he's, uh, you know, in the sequence for that play. And that's really a big problem. When you can't find your tight end on the field, your tight end, throwing to your tight end and getting six, seven, eight yards on first down to your tight end is what sets up your running game. And you can't set up the running game for Benjamin and McGahee if you're not throwing the short and short-medium passes. And this is what Wheaton lacks. He's looking for it all the way downfield, or he's looking for, as we saw on Sunday, the quick flip. The quick flip doesn't work if your body's <laughs> turned around, you know, facing the other direction. You have to know where you're throwing the ball. And obviously, you know, and, and this is not the football, very astute for any football fan, much less a football fan of the female persuasion, says to me, who's he throwing the ball to? 
You're listening to the Sports Fix. We're talking to Dr. Football. Bill Check is here, going around here with the Browns. We could go around and around in circles here about this. I mean, no change. As much as Browns fans, they can want it all they want. There's no changes being made, at least for this, you know, next few stretch of game. I really don't see how, like you said, you can make any changes. If you're not going with Jason Campbell, I don't know how you make any changes at all until the bye week. And again, I'm going to stick with the question. If you're not willing to play Jason Campbell, why why not just cut him a check and let him go? Just cut him a check, let him go, and sign somebody here who you are willing to play at quarterback. But anyways. Right. right. And, and, maybe, and maybe they don't think there's anybody out there that fits the system maybe. well enough. And that's that's the issue right now is, uh, you know, even if you bring Tim Tebow in, you bring in Tim Tebow when that is a uh, a newsmaker at best. That is, let's get somebody on the roster who can help these guys out a little bit. If nothing else, you know, with a with a pat on the back when they come off the field, let's all right, man, nice try, nice try. But this is not Pop Warner football anymore. We're not talking about ten year olds. We're talking about guys playing this for, for for money. And I'll tell you what, Doctor Football, I said this the other day on the show and I'll say it again and again and again. You look at the Kansas City Chiefs and I'm I'm not making a, a 100% direct comparison but I think that shows you. Look at what you did. You got competent coaching which I'm not going to I really, because you you have Brandon Whedon as your quarterback, I don't know what kind of judgment you can make on this coaching staff as a whole right now with what we've seen but take that out of the equation. They replaced the quarterback. They solidified the quarterback position, and they had a hell of a defense and made it stronger. I think that's the blueprint. The minute you upgrade, you can tell me that it's just one position. Screw that. The quarterback is the most important position on the field for the offense. People say, well, there's 60 minutes in a game. I say there's five or six plays in every game that make a difference, and the quarterback is the one that controls those plays right there. You replace that problem. And I think you're looking at a similar situation. I'm telling you, Dr. Football, I truly believe that if a competent quarterback started from week one here this season, the Browns would be 5-1 and one at this point, no doubt. All right, then I'll leave you with this because I know what our time is short and we have about two minutes to go. You tell me and have the fans in the chat room tell us, if you didn't have Brandon Whedon, who would the quarterback be? That's going to move well, this team. That's going to change things around. Who's going to make a difference for those five or six plays a game? Well, I mean, I think we clearly saw that even if you want to just call Brian Hoyer a a average or better than average quarterback, he literally turned the light switch on on the capabilities of this offense. And that's year one of this offense. That's still with other positions to upgrade. That's the thing. You still can tell me you need a number two receiver. You can tell me you need better running backs. You need better offensive line. Yet all of those guys looked pretty halfway decent when the quarterback was pretty halfway decent. And that's, so that's, and, and that's really the defining point, Jerry, because you, you're, you can't, you're not changing quarterbacks, but that's the spark that this team needs to play well. And they're not getting it. it now. I don't know if you agree with me, but I'm going to say the same thing I said earlier this week. I think, obviously, Brandon Whedon's time is done here in Cleveland. He's playing for other teams right now, and he's playing to salvage his career. I believe this team goes forward drafting a quarterback. I don't know if they go all the way to the top, but I know they take a quarterback high, and I think that they sit him under Brian Hoyer. They let those two go to camp together, and I think the Browns would be content to give Brian Hoyer a year to bridge the gap to the new guy, and I think that's 
going to be the go-ahead plan to solidify this position at least for next season? Yeah, it's going to have to be because obviously, uh, you know, Whedon is streaky at best, and the player, his teammates know that when you have a streaky quarterback, you have a streaky team. And obviously right now they're not putting the streaks together in the win column. Dr. Football, Bill Check is always a good time. We are so up against it. Usually like to go around the rest of the league. Next week, we'll spend more time diving into the, I want to talk about the Chiefs and the Broncos. Hey, two undefeated teams in the same division. Packers game. Big one for the Browns. Give me your prediction. Do you think, with all of this going on, that the Browns have a chance to go to Lambeau and pull off an upset? Well, I think they have a chance to go to Lambeau and pull off an upset. The question is, how long will they stay in the game? How long will they keep their head in the game? Uh, it's going to depend how they do in the first and second quarter. Uh, if they're down by uh, more than uh, two touchdowns, two touchdowns or more at halftime, um, you might as well pack up the bus. Might as well pack up the bus. Yeah, I'm sure Browns fans are loving to hear that. You know what, though? Realistically, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is lethal. The, the defense has got its work cut out for it, even with the receivers. We'll get more into that. Dr. Football, every Tuesday with us. Looking forward to having you here next week, and we'll see what the Browns, I mean, how they dealt with that Packers defense, how they dealt. I want to see how Brandon Whedon deals with being in a hostile environment in Lambeau, but there are some injuries and there are some opportunities. The rest of this week, we'll be looking forward to that. Dr. Football, let me let you go. We're going to switch gears. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll catch up with you next Tuesday, and we'll see if the Browns are on the plus or minus side of the marker. All right, we'll see you next week, man. Take care. You got it. He's the doctor of football. Dr. Football, Bill Chickas. Hit him on Twitter, at AskDrFootball. We're taking the break now. When we come back, going to shift complete gears. We're going to hit the ice, daddy. Monsters hockey back in action Doug Plagans, voice of the Monsters, joins us live next. We look back at the Rockford Ice Hogs last weekend. They split a homestand. We'll talk Monsters hockey. Feel like a monster time. Live with Doug Plagans next on the Sports Fix. Warning. Listening to the Sports Fix could cause serious injury, bodily harm, or even death. Yeah, broken blood vessel! You've been warned. The Sports Fix. I'll tell you what, whether you just started listening to the show today or you've been listening since the beginning of the Sports Fix, you know that our thing is how proud we are to be from Cleveland, to be in Cleveland, and to get the opportunity to broadcast and represent Cleveland to the world live right here on the Sports Fix each and every weekday. Well, I'll tell you what, that same sentence could just replace the word Sports Fix with our friends GV Art and Design and have the same statement because GV Artwork, you guys have seen their stuff all over town, makers of some of the best Cleveland sports apparel you'll ever see. Unique, original designs. Fantastic. They say Cleveland that I love, and then they put it on their chest, and they put it on your chest, too. Don't forget, we tell you all the time, use the sales code FIX. Any purchase you make with GVArtwork.com, you'll save 10% on your total purchase just for letting them know that you heard about it right here on the Sports Fix. So whether you check them out, GVArtwork.com, or check out the brand-new store in Lakewood on Detroit Avenue, they are fantastic people with a fantastic product. Cleveland, that we all can love. GV Art and Design. It's not just a shirt. It's a statement. You're listening to The Sports Fix. We'll be right back. Whether it's an oil change or a new set of tires... 
Quick Lane at Valley Ford Truck has you covered for your car care needs. They're your neighborhood quick service experts. They also offer a low price tire guarantee. Choose from 13 brands, and if you find the same tires at a lower price within 30 days, Quick Lane at Valley Ford will refund the difference. 5715 Canal Road, right under the 480 Bridge in Valley View. Come see why life is better in the Quick Lane. Quicklane.com slash Valley Ford Truck. Sports Fix listeners don't wait all day or all week to get in on the fun. The party doesn't stop when we go off the air all week long. The Sports Fix social media sites are your one-stop shop for all things Cleveland sports. Jump over to Facebook.com slash The Sports Fix. Facebook.com slash The Sports Fix and become a fan today because we love fans and they create some of the best sports talk in town, Daddy. You'll enjoy talking to your fellow Cleveland sports fans on The Sports Fix fan page. And if Twitter's your thing, well, you know how we do it. Tweet with us at the Sports Fix CLE. It's that simple. Twitter.com slash the Sports Fix CLE, baby. Chat live with the crew during all your favorite Cleveland sports events, tickets and contests and trivia and so much more. Get with us today, the Sports Fix on social media. Facebook.com slash the Sports Fix. Tweet with us at the Sports Fix CLE. Join, Join the, the Sports, sports Fix, fix on, on Facebook and Twitter today. Portions of the Sports Fix brought to you by Tri-State Quality Builders. Has severe weather damaged your home? Get a quote today at tristatequalitybuilders.com. Hey, this is Antoine Jameson, and you listen to the Sports Fix. Feel like a monster. Welcome back to the Sports Fix, streaming live here on the sportsfix.net. That music means only one thing. Time to feel like a monster. Whenever you hear that, you know we're getting ready to talk some Lake Erie Monsters hockey right here on the Sports Fix. In just a few minutes, go into the phone lines. My man, the voice of the monsters, your voice of the monsters, Doug Plagans. He's going to join us here in just a second. Of course, it's, it's trademark Sports Fix luck here that the my <laughs> entire Internet Explorer, Fire, excuse me, Firefox, because it's, it's you know, Firefox never crashes, except that it crashes 100 times a day as I'm coming back from the break is always when it crashes every day welcome back into the sports fix before we shift gears wrapping things up there talking about the browns bruce beasley sends the comment on facebook says just how many different quarterbacks from tim couch to brandon whedon have we been through year after year why can't cleveland get a quarterback to work out bruce beasley let me tell you that's the million dollar question and the first cat that figures that out is going to unlock the key to this city i'll tell you you know sometimes Sometimes it's as simple as stumbling across the answer by mistake and just getting out of your own way and allowing reality to play out instead of sticking to your perception, which doesn't play out on paper so many times the way it plays out. Anyways, welcome back to the show. J-Rock with you and go on to the phone lines to talk some Monsters Hockey. You can keep those comments coming in, facebook.com slash the sports fix or tweet with us at the Sports Fix CLE. By the way, in the chat room, I uh, just want to give a shout out here. I see a new name, Kate. Kate Arhar. Welcome into the chat room. Congratulations, or congratulations to me because I got a new listener. But thanks for joining us. Always a good time there. Mixler.com. There's a cool little chat room I tell you guys about. That's a that's a crazy bunch of cats there over there, man. That's a universe all of its own. All right, let's go to the phone lines. Talking about a universe of its own. Monsters Hockey. Alive in Cleveland, Daddy. Back at it this year. Another double shot. We previewed it this past weekend. 
Rockford, and again, the Monsters take one, drop one here, split the series 5-2 and 5-1. Go into the phone lines now to give you the details. Doug Plagans, voice of the Monsters. Doug, how you doing on this Tuesday afternoon? Doing great. Yourself? I am doing great. I'm I'm going nuts. Eight million. I'll tell you, somehow when you talk about quarterbacks in Cleveland in the middle of a football season, people tend to get all irritated. It's crazy. Well, I uh, grew up a Lions fan, <laughs> so you know we we had similar similar situations back in the uh, back in the '90s and uh, early part of the 2000s. Really, really until uh, Matt Stafford got there, those those same questions were being asked. Yeah, I mean, for the longest time, you guys had the greatest running back in the history of the world and no quarterback to get it done. And then, you know, I hear you. Matt Stafford, too. You know what? We talk a lot about Brandon Whedon from the other game, but I'd be remiss not to say that he played very well, too, especially in the second half. He's somebody that always intrigued me with that arm strength. I mean, a lot of interceptions. I think that's his problem that he's working on. But he's somebody I've always liked, that big, mobile, strong-bodied, strong-armed guy. You know, everything that Brandon Whedon is except the mobile and the smart part. Well, yeah. Let's um, not forget Matt Stafford had his share problems in the beginning. You know, had a hard time yeah, just sure. uh, staying healthy, and uh, you know, once that, uh, once he got that kind of straightened out, knock on wood, he's he's been okay. But I mean, aside from uh, a couple good years, you know, one really one good year out of Scott Mitchell in the mid '90s, the Lions had had more questions at quarterback than anybody for a decade. Scott Mitchell. Well, that's a funny name. I can give you 44 more that come with Cleveland Browns jersey. So, unfortunately, you're not going to win the battle of bad quarterbacks, although I feel your pain, too. Let's, I'll tell you, man, only in Cleveland. Let's get to the real reason we're on the phone here. Ah, you know what? It's my show. I can talk about whatever I want. But I do want to talk about Hey, man, if we, want, we can talk about whatever we want here. I mean, there's no corporate radio here, but we are talking some Monsters hockey. Another double shot last weekend, and again, uh, good news, bad news. You know, they come out not so hot, but then they right the ship the second night against the Rockford Ice Hogs. Yeah, it was a huge, uh, huge win on Saturday to get that 5-1 win for several reasons. I mean, Friday night, it was, a, you know, the first of a two-game set against Rockford, and uh, the Rockford Ice Hogs just jumped on the Monsters early, and that was their game plan going in. They were the road team. They knew that they had to get a hot start. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. They had that start they were looking for. They scored in the first couple minutes of the game and never looked back. They led 3 nothing after 1. They led 5 nothing after 2. The Monsters had a little flurry in the third period, but it was just too little too late. But, I mean, if there's any good that could have been taken of it, the little flurry the Monsters put together in the beginning of the third period on Friday seemed to carry over to Saturday because on Saturday it was the complete opposite of what we saw the night before. The Monsters were the team that jumped on Rockford early 
And I think not only was it a response, a big response to get that 5-1 win a night after losing 5-2 at home, but, uh, you know, it was it's good to have that runaway win, a convincing win. I mean, the Monsters hadn't, you know, it's still a very young season, but the Monsters hadn't had that runaway victory where they just really dominated the team for 60 minutes, and that's what happened on Saturday night, and and as I said, it's, it wasn't just a good win because it was a bounce back, but it was a good win because you saw the Monsters for 60 minutes dictate the flow of a game. Yeah, easily the, the best game of the young season. As you said, it's a long season and a lot to go, but I think both of these weekends here, uh, the first night, you know, maybe that's something I think coaches is, is working on as we speak because, you know, both nights you come out a little bit flat that first night, whether it was, you know, I don't know what it is for that, but both nights you lose five to two matching scores coincidentally. But as you said, then the ability to bounce back to the next night shows that they're, you know, able to get it done. But perhaps there's a reason there that lull heading into the first game where they kind of fall asleep there and then have to pick it up, you know, like you said, the second night. Well, we talked about it a little bit last week too, and it's still, you know, it's still so early in the season that a lot of it's the same story. These uh, in the American Hockey League, it takes a while for teams to get their feet under them because you know the the preseason's not very long. The Monsters played two preseason games, and in those preseason games, the uh, you know your your roster isn't exactly what it's going to be when the season starts. Your your lineup in those games isn't necessarily set to what it's going to be for opening night so then when opening night comes it's the first time really that 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 ensemble is on the ice at the same time and uh, it, it can take a few games but the monsters have some good experience um you know some good veterans some good young players who have a year of experience under their belts now and you know that's something we talked a little bit about last week too but uh the the monsters have good experience across the board some veterans who do a lot of different things and uh and you know they have um you know they obviously have a very experienced coaching staff so i think moving forward i think uh, i think you're going to see a team with that's just going to get more confident more comfortable uh, as the season wears on and and the monsters received a player over the weekend made his uh, monsters debut on saturday matt hunwick a defenseman who's got 291 national hockey league games to his credit and you know you could look at the monsters lineup and and uh, say that maybe maybe that's where they needed a veteran was on the blue line, and they got that. Uh, they got a guy in with, like I said, 291 NHL games, and and sometimes that can be a good calming presence. And we saw Matt Hunwick come in, log a lot of minutes, had a nice assist in the game, and and uh, he was a big part, big contributor in that in that victory on Saturday. And and I think getting that five to one victory, and obviously the power play has been going well here early in the year, but to get a five one victory and see. You know, Andrew Agazino get three points on the board to see Mark Oliver get a couple of points to see some of those guys, your big guns, get on the score sheet a couple of times. I think uh, I think that can really snowball into some momentum moving forward. And and uh, when I say moving forward, we're talking about Friday night because the Monsters have the third and final game of this full three game homestand coming up, and it's Friday night against the Hamilton Bulldogs. Should be a great atmosphere at the queue, and uh, and it's always interesting when the Monsters and their division rivals from north of the border hit the ice, and that's what's going to happen on Friday. And you know what? Something to touch on, something that you hit at the beginning of what you were talking about there and something that we talked about last week with that short preseason run and with that run to get started with the short lead time. Man, the next, you know, this two-week period here is really going to be a great time for the Monsters because you only have the one game Friday here this week. 
you've got basically a, a gap of almost two full weeks between the Rockford series and then hitting the road to take on Abbotsford on the 25th and 26th, an opportunity for them to get together, practice a lot together, kind of an extended preseason there early on presented by the schedule. Well, yeah, and, you know, the other thing to to not uh, overlook is the trip to Abbotsford, it's a long one. It's uh, it's a cross-continent trip. I mean, for those of you who don't know, Abbotsford, British Columbia is about uh, it's about an hour from Vancouver. So you're talking the far west portion of Canada. Um, it's not too far. It's actually right on the border of British Columbia and the state of Washington. So uh, it's it's way over there in the Pacific time zone. It's a long trip. It takes a lot out of you to do that trip. But at the same time, you know, the, the Monsters have played one road game so far. It was a quick, you know, one-day bus to Toronto and back. And uh, and to go on a trip like that, I think sometimes you could ask anybody in the locker room and I'd imagine, uh, you know, a common response you get is that going on a long trip like this, that can help the team bond. You you, you know, when you go on the road, uh, you're you're at the rink, you're at the hotel, you're out to dinner, and, and you're with your team. And, you know, you're taking care of business. And, uh, and I think when you see teams sometimes, especially early in the season, you get a chance to get on the road, go play a couple of games. I think you can see the team really form some bonds in that way. And, uh, and you know, that's something that could happen here coming up with that trip to Abbotsford. Absolutely. You know, talk to me a little bit. I know it's so early on in the season, and we talked about perhaps some of the things. What, what do you think right now during this period? You've got these two weeks here. I mean, what's the main focus for Coach Chenoweth here besides, you know, some team camaraderie? Is he still working out rotations, still figuring out, you know, pieces to move in here. I think that's also a use of this next two weeks. No. Well, I tell you what, I think, I think honestly, the, the ingredients are all there. I think it's just, uh, you know, I think it's just, just having the time to, to have that uh, chemistry, you know, build out there. And, and some of the things, it, the thing that's interesting is some of the aspects that you would expect to take a little bit more time to get going, like things like the power play, you know, special teams, stuff like that. Um, the power play, they've, they've scored six power play goals in five games. So, I mean, the power play is rolling along at better than uh, one power play goal per game pace. Um, you know, special teams, the penalty kill was good in the preseason games, and it's been, it's been pretty good so far. So, I mean, those kind of things right there, if you continue that, uh, if you continue to be good on special teams, you're going to give yourself a chance to, chance to be in hockey games. They've got, like I said, they've got experience across the board. I think, I think this is a, a very, very deep, Monsters lineup and really, uh, really solid at every position. I mean, you've got two returning goaltenders. That's a luxury. Not every team in the American Hockey League can say that. Um, you know, they have four lines that I think can put the puck in the net anytime they're on the ice. They've got, they've got defensemen who've uh, played at this level before and just added a very good one. Um, you know, in Matt Hunwick, who comes in with a lot of NHL experience. So I think you look up and down this lineup. I think uh, I think it's a it's a very talent laden group that uh, doesn't really have any holes. You're listening to the Sports Fix. We're talking to the voice of the Lake Erie Monsters TV and radio voice. Doug Plagans joins us here throughout Monster Season. Doug, okay, getting back to what's on on tap here. You've got Friday, only one game on the schedule. Hamilton, what's the keys for the Monsters here to avoid a letdown after being off this week? Get a victory here and set yourself up for a week of preparation for that Abbotsford trip. Well, some of it sounds cliche, but I think first and foremost – you, I think if you're the Monsters, you want to jump on the Hamilton Bulldogs early, early and often, uh, especially with it being a home game. Um, you want to get out there and, and, you know, try to be the first team to score because the Monsters, uh, you know, the Monsters played very comfortably on Saturday night when they had that early lead. And, uh, you know, you, 
you look at them uh, having success in that game and you think that's got to be point number one. You got to jump on the Hamilton Bulldogs early. The other thing, the, the Monsters need to uh, need to use their speed. They're a very fast team, and uh, you know they, if they're the team that can dictate the flow and dictate the pace of the game, there aren't going to be a lot of teams that can can uh, keep pace with them. Hey, Doug, I've got a question here before we let you go from Kate in the chat yes, room. Sir. She wants to know if you think, talking about those two goalies in that great situation, and that really is a luxury, what do you think are the odds either or both of those guys gets called up to the big show this year? Well, you know, there are a couple of veterans in Colorado, and they're playing very well right now. And uh, let's not forget the guys who are here are very young. At the same time, uh, last season, Sammy Adekalio did make his NHL debut. Uh, so he did get in a game. Calvin Picker went up a couple of times and served as a backup. So they both, for uh, you know certain reasons uh, at different times, did get called up last year. And and to be honest, I think both have the ability to do so. And whether it's whether it's this season or down the road, both have the ability to to be professional goalies and do it well for a very long time. And I think both can certainly play at the National Hockey League level. So. Um, you know, there are two guys in Colorado who are playing very well right now, but uh, you never know. I mean, last year they both did go up, and uh, we'll see what happens this year. But, you know, long term, I think uh, I think both have the potential to be, uh, be good NHL goaltenders. There you go, Kate. You heard it from Doug Plagans. You guys can hear Doug, hopefully, you know, as often as possible, but at least once a week we'd love to keep coming, having you on here on the show, going through the monster season, feeling like a monster. Doug Plagans, the voice of the monsters. Only one game on tap this week, Hamilton Bulldogs, the 18th at 7.30 at the queue. Yep, that is Friday night, so uh, be sure to get your tickets. should be a great atmosphere Friday night, and uh, and it's always interesting when the, Ham- when the uh, Hamilton Bulldogs come to town. The, uh, they've kind of become one of the rivals of the Monsters over the years, playing each other so many times and being in the division. So uh, if you haven't been to a game, come on down check it out. Monsters hockey It's a, it's a dollar dog Friday as well. Dollar dogs and uh, do- dollar hot dogs from our friends over at Sugardale and dollar drinks from our friends at Pepsi. That's the difference maker right there. Dollar dogs, dollar sodas. I expect another big house at the queue. The Monsters, of course, get great support here in Cleveland, especially this time of year. It's that good time for them to start the season. You know, Cavs haven't totally gotten in swing yet, and, you know, baseball's out, and football's, you know, once a week. So it's a good time. It's good, you know, obviously the AHL schedule makers know what they're doing. But, you know, those uh, Friday nights, dollar dogs, dollar sodas, like Doug said, great time. And we'll catch up with you next week. Only one game to talk about. And then, preview the Abbotsford Heat. How's that sound, Doug? Sounds like a plan. All right. He's Doug Plagans, the voice of the Monsters. Thank you so much for joining us, Doug. Thank you. Have a good rest of the week. You too, my man. We're the Sports Fix. I'm J-Rock. This is the break. We're coming right back. Don't go anywhere because when we come back, we're going to wrap things up talking Cavs. All of a sudden, depth becomes an issue. Cavaliers got a few problems hitting them here. We'll talk about the Cavaliers. We'll talk about, you know, little interesting case I heard about this. I know you guys have probably heard other people talk about it. This high school, <laughs> unbelievable. Somebody does the right thing and gets in trouble for it. You know, you would think helping your classmates drinking and driving would be a good thing. I'll tell you what I'm talking about when we come back. It's just the ridiculousness that is America today. But we'll hit you up on the Cavs and we'll wrap things up. Don't go anywhere. Still more sports fix to come. Doug Plagans, feeling like a monster. Catch him Friday. Hamilton at the queue.
to the Sports Fix if you want to be my lover. Hey guys, as we hit the break, just want to mention the Sports Fix, of course, proud to be partners with Harry Buffalo in North Olmsted, home of each and every Browns game day Sunday, the Sports Fix, broadcasting pre-game, post-game, and halftime shows live in the house. We're giving away prizes, doing some trivia contests, having a great time each and every Browns game. Whether they win or lose on the field, everybody's a winner because we have a party each and every Browns game at the Harry Buffalo North Olmsted. Don't forget as well, they've got Coors Light College game day Saturdays. Get all your Buckeye action their great drink specials on Sundays. Those hair of the dog pictures are only $10, and that right there turns a bad day and a frown upside down. All of that, Monday Night Football, your favorite Browns players watching the game with you, and so much more. The Harry Buffalo North Olmstead, just outside Great Northern Mall. We'll see you there for each and every Browns game. Don't forget, Harry Buffalo, proud sponsor of the Sports Fix. Join the herd. This is Josh Tomlin of Cleveland Indians, and you're listening to the Sports Fix. Nothing's a bigger investment to you than your home. You protect it with insurance. What if your insurance doesn't protect you? Has weather damaged your home and insurance refuses to pay? Tri-State Quality Builders can help you recover from catastrophic home damage caused by floods, fire, wind, hail, and more. They cut through all the insurance red tape, keeping your money in your pocket, and have a 91% success rate in getting denied claims approved. Call Tri-State Quality Builders today at 888-308-3102. That's 888-308-3102. Or log on to their website, tristatequalitybuilders.com. Sports Fix listeners, like us on Facebook today. Facebook.com slash the Sports Fix. Football season is party season at Harry Buffalo North Olmstead, And no matter who you root for, everyone wins at Harry Buffalo. Every Sunday, the Sports Fix is broadcasting live with giveaways and prizes. And joining you in watching all the Browns action with, with Bud, Bud Light, Light beer, beer specials and $10 hair of the dog, dog pictures. pictures. Hey, baby, let's go out there with a bunch of crazy stars. That's some fun. Plus, every Monday night, catch the Monday night football action with some of your favorite Browns players. Football season is most definitely party season. And your headquarters is Harry Buffalo North Olmstead. Perry Buffalo. Buffalo. Join the herd. Portions of the Sports Fix brought to you by Signs and Ship, the official printing source of the Sports Fix. Locations in Ohio, Pennsylvania, Virginia, and Florida. Find out more at signsandship.com. Welcome back. That's right. I couldn't get any cheesier than that. Welcome back to the Sports Fix. J-Rock with you. Steve in Arizona. Thank you. What a great comment uh, talking to me during the break. <laughs> Says he's just wanted to give us kudos because it's amazing how he, he read the story that Ron Graham wrote about how we are a one-man band over here. He goes, man, it's amazing. You would never know that you don't have a whole crew. I'm like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> you have any idea how hard it is to keep all this stuff together? But we do it, and we have a great time. And thank you guys for joining us. Thanks to Steve for the comment, by the way. Thank you guys for joining us each and every day. It's my pleasure to be here. But I got to do this. Somebody uh, tweeted us this during the break. We've been talking about Brandon Wheaton and the quarterback situation. Obviously, this is a spoof. But the Cleveland Browns, quote, unquote, have put a quarterback ad on Craigslist. This is hilarious. Thank you for reading. Have you played pro football, college football, high school, peewee? Have you played Madden before? Do you in any way know some of the rules of football? If yes, keep reading. If no, well, keep reading anyway. We will take anyone. This could be a regular gig for the right person. The Cleveland Browns, if you have noticed, are having problems scoring points on offense consistently. 
We're deciding we actually want to win this year, and we have a shot at it, too. We've won three wins in six games. We were expecting maybe a third of those for the whole year, but somehow we have a shot. Here's the thing. Our defense is nasty, but we've got problems under center. Well, one problem. Brandon Whedon. <laughs> and he goes on and on and on. It says, if you're sick of seeing desperate heaves to the sideline, countless sacks of superb coverage, and underhanded, lightly tossed interceptions in the fourth quarter, please apply one and all. If you can throw a ball, come apply. If you can't, apply anyway. We can teach you the basics, throwing the ball to the guy who wears the same color shirt as you, throwing the ball reasonably close to a receiver that's wide open, throwing the ball more than three yards on third and 16. Think you got what it takes? Come on down. Please, please no redheads, people named Brett, or Florida University alumni. All right, funny little deal. Welcome back to the Sports Mix. J-Rock with you. And, uh, of course, it's Cleveland. I mean, it's you know, we're, we're only seven weeks into a season here. We're heading into week seven of an NFL season. It wouldn't be football without talking about the quarterback. The sad thing is we wouldn't be talking about any of this. We would all just be talking, counting down every show in Cleveland. Well, you know what? Half of them are probably already doing it. They've been talking about the draft since pretty much since April. They started talking about next year's draft. That's become a thing here in Cleveland. I, I, I can't stand it. I think it's it's lowest common denominator radio. We talk about it all the time, but it's what people do all the time. And here, accidentally, you had a chance to avoid. That's what I mean when I say only in Cleveland. It's not Brandon Whedon. Brian Hoyer getting hurt is what makes it only in Cleveland. <laughs> if it wasn't for that, if it wasn't for that right now, people wouldn't be sure what the problem was. And that's the good thing about what happened regardless. Let's be real. That's the good thing about Brian Hoyer, no matter what he does in the future. Without him coming in, you're not sure, even though it's pretty obvious, but the decision makers can say that they're not sure what the problem is. Is it the play calling? Is it the offense? Is it this? Is it that? Is it the offense? Think about the excuses. Pretend Brian Hoyer didn't play quarterback this year. Think about the excuses that they would have to give you another year of Brandon Whedon. Offensive line, traded the running back. Josh Gordon was out for a couple weeks. Don't have a solid number two. They could have gave you, they could have gave you all those excuses and wait, there's more for why Brandon Whedon didn't come through this year. So if nothing else, that little brief window of Brian Hoyer showed you that that was significantly the problem in this offense. I mean, think about it. All those other upgrades, maybe they don't need to be upgraded as badly as you think if you upgrade the, the head of the horse. Yeah, whatever. We'll, we'll beat that into the ground for the rest of the week and the rest of the season. But let's shift gears here as we wrap things up. I told you guys before the break, update you on the Cavaliers here. Little bit of depth issues already coming in, and now you're starting to see perhaps there may be some opportunity for some of these guys. We talked about maybe only one of these unsigned guys making the team coming out of camp, but now on top of you've already dealing with a month for Tyler Zeller. We're still working Andrew Bynum back into into being in full camp and five on five and all of that, which you would think uh, Vashon made a good note. I mean, uh, Greg Oden working his way back into there already. So, you know, from what I'm hearing, Andrew Bynum getting close to that. But, I mean, at the end of the day, it's not like you you know for sure. You can only go off what they're telling you. So until we see him out there, we won't know. But supposedly getting closer there. But as of now, he's not there. You've got Tyler Zeller down. That's two bigs right there. You you know, obviously, Andy's healthy right now. However, there's always that concern. Now, on top of that, yesterday, Jared Jack goes, you know, he's got some inflammation and some cartilage irritation, which I'm going to tell you now. 
if he's got it this early in the season, this is just me and what I know about knee injuries and what I've got from firsthand experience. That's the kind of thing that'll probably come back later on in the season. And I wouldn't be surprised if at some point I'm not gloom and doom because I think the Cavs got a good season in front of them. But I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't need to get that scoped somewhere near the middle of this season and it comes back on him. But right now, Jared Jack's going to sit. They got a treatment plan. He'll be out for at least the next 10 days. So right there is going to give a couple of those other guards an opportunity. Carrick Felix, guy who I think that Mike Brown and the Cavs are very high on, their own draft pick from this year. He's got a groin pull. uh, Sports hernia depends on how you want to qualify it. But either way, he's got no timetable for his return. So that's an injury that's going to be probably a couple of weeks before he's able. And that's one of those that also carries over throughout the season. So now you've got a couple more guys down dealing with the guys that are there. Sergey Karasev out of practice just to go get his work visa. He'll be back. He'll be here in time for Thursday's game against the Pistons. But still, you've got a couple more issues here. This is going to open up more time, especially we talked about the bigs. I mean, you got Kaji, you've got Sims. A couple of these guys are now going to have a chance to make that squad coming out of camp. And I think now perhaps in the guards, I mean, the Cavs are also going to have to Look at that, because I'm telling you, not trying to be gloom and doom. I know they're being cautious, only 10 days with Jared Jack. But usually when you irritate the cartilage like that, especially with the patella, and you play a sport with as much lateral movement as basketball, it's only a matter of time before you shred that just a little bit more. And you've got to have a little tweak. You've got to have some scope, get it in there, get it cleaned out, and get those cleaned up so you can finish the season. So that's going to be an issue that we've got going forward here with the Cavaliers. So a lot of the depth that we've talked about going to be a test of this team. And it's going to be a test to see if they've got the right depth. And if not, what these young guys can do, but definitely not the way Mike Brown wanted to kick off training camp already. Got a few things coming at you against the eight ball. We'll see. They're getting ready Thursday, get back into preseason action. We'll talk more about the Cavs here coming up later on this week. Last story I wanted to note. I don't know if you guys heard this or not. I was doing my show prep. You know me, every once in a while I come across those stories and I just go, you know what, I want to talk about this on the show. Did you guys hear about the volleyball player, the girl from, uh, excuse me, from Massachusetts? Erin Cox was her name. She was suspended from her volleyball team for five games and she was the captain. They stripped her of being the captain because she was being a good friend and what you would hope you would raise your teenage daughter to be. Her friend was at a party and was loaded drunk, obviously illegally underage drinking. That's a whole nother story. Calls her friend Aaron here to come and pick pick them up because they didn't want to drive under the influence, which stupid kids do all the time. Aaron Cox picks up her friends. Police were there. Well, somehow she gets tied up in the whole thing as if she was with the kids that were drinking, ends up losing her, like I said, losing her captaincy, suspended for five games and gets lumped in here for being the Good Samaritan. And I'm thinking, isn't that what you want? Because aren't you setting a terrible precedent? I know this isn't like completely sports related, but it's close enough that I can get away with some preaching here. But aren't you setting the worst example for these kids? Because the next time my friend calls me and says, hey, man, I'm drunk i need you to come pick me up i'm gonna be like nope i'm captain of the football team Holmes. we got a big game this weekend and then my friend's gonna die drunk and then people are gonna start campaigns to wonder why we don't have friends picking up friends that are driving drunk and why we don't have designated drivers and then this the whole circle continues it's ridiculous i just sometimes i think 
not just adults, not just football. I think people get in their own way all the time. All the time. People get in their own way left and right. All right. Anyways, we'll talk more about that. Ron Graham. <laughs> exactly. A worthless zero tolerance policy. You can tell me, well, we have to be fair and we have to punish everybody equally. Listen, that's ridiculous. That's re- you can't tell me you got a zero tolerance policy. I can't believe that you're teaching kids that doing the right thing has worse consequences than doing the wrong thing. It's all fun and games until somebody dies from driving drunk, and then they go, why didn't you pick up your friend? See, I shouldn't even do that. That's why we keep it to sports. Keep it to sports here, baby, because otherwise we go all off the map. We're going to wrap things up tomorrow, Wednesday, hump day show. Jonathan Knight, sports writer extraordinaire, going to be here, I believe, tomorrow or Thursday. Dan Wismar from the Cleveland Fan will be here as we talk about the Buckeyes, Ohio State, off the bye week, getting ready to jump back into the schedule here. We're going to preview the second half of the Buckeyes season. Dan Wismar from the Cleveland Fan. All of that, your calls and your takes and so much more tomorrow. When? Same bat time, same bat channel, live. Where else but right here on the sportsfix.net at noon as we kick off the Sports Fix. We love you, Cleveland. Whatever you do tonight, be happy doing it. We'll see you tomorrow. Love you. Peace. And I love slimings Crockett Park's the perfect place for me to spend some time in Baby, this is Cleveland It is so much more to us You can even go to Severance Hall to see an orchestra In Cleveland, we rock our city yeah. Who likes to parade the grind from the gritty We're Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.